The Afghanistan war is one of the longest lasting wars of American history. Tensions in the Middle East have left over 310,000 innocent civilians dead since 2001. The post 9-11 US wars have forcibly displaced at least 37 million people in and from the Middle East, exceeding every single war since 1900, with the exception of World War II. It's easy to get lost in the numbers and forget that each one represents a human life full of family, friends, and love that was stolen. And for those who were able to flee, the stories of the traumatic escape is one that likely continues to ring on in their minds. Today, we'll be discussing one of particular importance to me. My dad had to escape Afghanistan, alone, with distant family members, and without either of his parents or four siblings. He was a mere preteen, and fleeing will be with the longest wars in American history, almost entirely alone. It's a story with a myriad of twists and turns, but one part always stuck out to me whenever he would tell me. There was a creek down by their house in Kabul that my dad and his siblings and cousins and friends adored. They'd spend all day swimming around no matter the weather, and it was their ultimate place to hang out. On my dad's last walk out of their house, he said he'd noticed that the very creek of childlike fun now ran wet, red with blood. He called it exactly a river of blood. This is not a normal experience for a 12-year-old to have. The suffix teen wasn't even my father's age before he was exposed to such wild atrocities and experiences of great emotional loss. The impact that fleeing from Afghanistan had on my dad to this day is utterly immeasurable, not only due to the mere severity of the trauma, but also due to the lack of outreach to immigrants and refugees in the States. Upon moving to America, my dad squeezed into a three-bedroom apartment in Queens, New York with seven other people. By the age of 13, he was working in the pizza shops below minimum wage, trying to do what he could to support himself and his family. He had an American job before he could even speak intermediate English. He didn't have the time to process his trauma, even if he had wanted to. The lack of mental health and general refugee and immigrant outreach in the United States didn't help. What my dad desperately needed was someone to talk to, someone to validate him, and someone to help him process the incredibly unlikely things that he had experienced. But that was never available to him, and still isn't available for novice immigrants and refugees today. My dad is just one story in an ocean of realities. My dad was lucky enough to persevere past the obstacles placed before him to still create a stable and successful life for himself and his family. But what about others? What about the people who didn't? Whose adversities and hurdles were built far too high? We need better outreach to immigrants and refugees within the United States to help integrate immigrants with, into our society and rehabilitate refugees from their traumas in order to create a truly mentally healthy environment and block intergenerational trauma. Enough is enough.